Master, sir? I heard Yoda talking about midichlorians. I've been wondering, what are midichlorians? But Master Yoda said I should be mindful of the future. But not at the expense of the moment. Be mindful of the living force, young Padawan. Remember, Obi-Wan, if the prophecy is true, your apprentice is the only one who can bring the force back into balance. I'm a Jedi. I know I'm better than this. Train yourself to let go of everything you fear to lose. Seth, did you know that Star Wars is a cheesy self-help book put in outer space with, like, Muppets? <laughs> with, like, Muppets? <laughs> with, like, Muppets! That is Bill Burr. Mm. That is Bill Burr. Did you expect Bill Burr to be the best character in Disney Star Wars? Did you expect that? What about... What about Could you have possibly foreseen that? Uh, Grogu's not a character. He is a toddler who uh, whines. Yeah, no. That's, he's yeah, not Bill really Burr... Mayfield. He showed up. He is a good character. He went to he's work. Got... He he's not just cashing cashing a check. Bill Burr's cashing a check. <laughs> okay, Mayfield, Mayfield was not, not. though. Yep. <laughs> um, it was yeah. He was good. He's a good man. Well, what are we doing here? Who Amazing. are you? Who am I? This, this Where is... are you? Where am oh. I? Oh, this is prequel apologetics. <laughs> this is taking place across in, in live time on the real space. Uh, my name across, is Oregon, and you are across Seth. the country. This is. This is going to be taxed by the federal government because it's crossing state lines. <laughs> the Commerce Clause allows them to tax this program, so please support us. Please just send us any We're being taxed into oblivion. Taxed into oblivion. The Trade Federation didn't show up, even though the Israeli uh, ambassador claimed that it was. <laughs> they were real. Uh, however, we are here to, to finish. We got behind. Let's be honest, we got behind. We, we, it's time to finish what we started. Grandfather. Uh, my grandfather has dementia, so he, he would not care if I didn't finish what I started. <laughs> anyway, um... We're here to finish The Mandalorian. It's been too long. We've watched this many, many weeks ago, and uh, we're just lazy. Also, it's Christmas, so we have better things to do. Yeah, so this isn't we, we. This is you. What are you talking about? You, I was ready to about? do this. I, I said let's record yesterday. Okay. I did not say anyway. That. I did that. <laughs> anyway, here we are. Season 2, Episode 7, Mandalorian, The Believer. And you what see... You well, okay, I'll tell you. <laughs> please, please do. I see that. And at this point, you have told me that <clears throat> Bill Burr is the best character in Star Wars. In all Star Wars is what you said. I, okay. No. Mm, that is yep. what you said. Something was lost in translation, but that's, okay. That's what yes. you said. Mm-hmm. Translation between the, my, my thumbs and my mind. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's okay. Lost. <laughs> Sofia Coppola had a whole movie based on that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Did she? Lost in translation. Good film. It is good anyway, film. what were you saying? Um... And I immediately think, is this the Bill Burr character? Is Bill Burr the believer? Mm. Mm. But I gotta say, um, after watching the episode, hmm. I'm not sure. <laughs> what does he believe in? Well, I guess to get into my thoughts just briefly. I don't think he, he is not an ideologue. He does not necessarily believe things. But this was a moment where this man who claimed to have no beliefs was tested, and we realized, oh, he does. Uh, this man who is immoral, kind of a out for himself, Han Solo-esque grifter, um, yeah. he was awakened. For just, for just a moment, he was awakened. Um, and look, it's nothing profound. It's just anti-empire. It's anti-killing thousands of people, which I'm, I'm anti that as well sometimes, some days. I don't know why. Um, I don't know why either. I got to get with the program. Um, but yeah. He, he was awakened this episode in a way that was amazing and was actually dramatically rich in a way the show has never been. So that was awesome. Never. Show's never been this. Never. It's never been this. Never. 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 I'll say it. Never. Never. So that's this episode. And the best director in Disney Star Wars, Rick Fukunawaka. What's his Fuf- name? Fukunawa? Fumiyama. I'm sorry. Incredibly sorry. Please, racist. Please forgive me. I get you can f- confused with the place we drop bombs on. Anyway, uh, I'm sorry about that. I'm really sorry about Actually, that. I just said it wrong. It's Fumiyua. Fumiyua. Rick Fumiyua. Look at you. The racist calling the I racist. I got it right. Anyway, this man went to the gym, the cinematic gym, and he did, he did some push-ups. 
Anyway, he's a good great. director. Good. He's all his men. Great episode. He, they always give him the filler episodes, and he always does a really good, uh, really good job. You know what? You've said that from the very beginning that the ones that had the story, were, we always kind of go eh. But then you say the next episode is going to be filler, which means there might that might actually be good because we hated the last episode. <laughs> we hated it, and we knew we saw Bilber's face on screen. We went, "This is going to be filler," and you just went, "You cracked the door." You said, "Hope." I said, "Cool." Like Leia. Is that what? It, Do you remember I that? Don't. Do you remember that? Do you remember what, what did what, I say? Leia and Rogue One. She says, "There's, There's hope." hope. And her, her CGI face cracks for just one moment. That was your face. You I, I very I correctly to it. called it, apparently. I forgot. Did. I, for, I forget typical. all my good calls. I remember the bad ones. How typical. This episode was good. I liked it. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We got some nice Empire action. <laughs> is that, is that even did. right to say? It's, it's more than that almost. We get weird Empire action. However, we're almost on their side. And we go, hmm? That's huh. true. That's true. And mm-hmm. it portrayed the Empire as not pure evil. I went, guys in white? I like them. Yeah, they were... I can't like white people. guys usually. It's great. They're people so, too. So, having said all that, the plot of this episode is complete nonsense. They're they're going <laughs> to the planet to get... I, I don't even know. They go to the planet, the Stormtrooper planet, to get a thing so they can go rescue Grogu. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I, I can't. Well, let's just get into it. So, it I'm starts out it. with, with Gullet. Borgullet? It's... <laughs> go Gullet. Borgullet. Go Gullet with the, you the dude. <laughs> they start going to this drunk planet. And it's actually one of the few really cool looking sets. They get there. Bill Burr's kind of working. He's, he's in the New Republic jail. And just to go quickly through this... Bill Burr is, is, I guess, melting down, kind of like almost, it, it made me think of, I think you actually said this, the Fallen Order game, Jedi Fallen Order game, when you open on the, the junk planet. Anyway, it's I didn't cool. say that. I said it reminds um, me of Clone Wars. You did. Junk planet and Clone Wars. Right. Darth Maul. That one's mm-hmm. way cooler. There's a, there's, a, there's a crane machine in the distance holding a TIE fighter, which I, I like that. I like that. It's almost like they're playing a claw machine. I like that. Yeah. That anyway, was, that was cool. uh, then that droid comes up, and it's a really cool droid, but it is... Her New Republic droid, and this is just another moment to me where I'm like, New Republic, they're just kind of chumps. They kind of suck. Anyway, mean. they they say, dude, you you got somewhere to go. And then Cara Dune comes up and says, yeah, you're coming with me. And he goes, oh, okay. And they follow. He follows her, and he, you know, I'm starting to get. I'm starting to. Get, I'm, I'm starting to smell something. Ew. I'm starting to smell something. I'm starting to smell a personality. Bill Burr's character has a personality. He's talking back. He's scared. He's wimpy. He's got his self-interest. And I go, interesting. This is a character I can actually understand. I like this. Not just kind of people saying words in an angry, intimidating way because they don't know what to do. I love that. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. He was a, he was a character with I humanity. Know. So I follow so him. That, even though the I junk think, planet so has key, lots of smells. The key to being good in Star Wars is to hate Star Wars. <laughs> he hates Star Wars. Bill Burr <laughs> hates Star Wars. How did, how did he get on One here? One person in Star Wars should love Star Wars. Only, only, only honestly, only one. Only one. The, Did Harrison Ford like Star Wars? Harrison Ford clearly no, he hates Star Wars. Wars. He hates right. Han Solo. He hates Star Wars. Carrie Fisher clearly went insane on drugs, so clearly she did not enjoy her life on Star Wars. Mark Hamill, Mark Hamill, Star Wars. I think, I loves think Star Wars. Star Wars. He loves Star Wars. So one of the people were doing it. Frank Oz, I mean, he was. I think he loves Star Wars. He, he cared. He he cared. Anyway, I don't, I'm not uh, saying you have to build a mythology around what I just said, but I think there's truth to it. Look, look, it's too late. Okay. I already did. I already did. <laughs> and all of a sudden, we see. On the junk planet, we see the Slave One ship. And who should come down the ramp but Boba Fett? And <laughs> surprise, surprise. Would you surprise. like to talk would you like to talk about Boba Fett's armor for just a moment? Do you remember it? Do you even recall he, it? I, no, he's fat. <laughs> what is there to say? Look he's close your mind to the fat hatred part of you and just look at the armor. It's Queen. He's still wearing the gown, so it looks terrible. But his his right. plates are more green. Right. Uh which I don't, I don't think I even understand how it's possible. How so. they're more clean and more green. Yeah, <laughs> did he? I guess he painted it. He cleaned it. <laughs> you can't clean off a he scratch. He got finished to clean it. Was he repen- he, he, look, he refinished it. Why is that so weird? It's it's weird Why because we still have not gotten. We have not gotten a moment where I say that's Boba Fett, and they they're doubling down. Boba Fett's a different thing. I go, ugh. Anyway, um. Yeah, why does he wear the uh, the cloak underneath? Is it just to hide his fat? You know what? It is that. 
And you know what? If that's what the goal was, it kind of works. <laughs> he's wearing a, he's wearing a dress. He's wearing a kilt. I hate it, man. He's wearing a, he's wearing a scotch. Boba Fett looks so cool in Return of the Jedi. You don't have to mess with that. Don't mess with that. Well, you need a skinny guy to pull it off. Why didn't they just pay him to? I don't know. Go on Weight Watchers. Eat some. Boba food. Fett cannot be fat. It really doesn't work, and we'll get there in the next episode. Actually, anyway, uh, I see him, and Bill Burr sees him, and he goes, "Oh my gosh!" For just a second, I thought that was another guy. <laughs> and then the man the walks down a plank, and he goes, "Gulp." <laughs> and look, look, people, people of Star Wars, hear me. I I understand that it's been some years. Maybe Boba Fett's stock has fallen, but no love has been lost for me and Boba Fett. And for you to tell me that. People see Boba Fett and they go, eh. <laughs> and they go, oh, shiny man. He's scary. <clears throat> shiny man with baby. He's he's the real scary one. I go, okay. So I did not. They're, they're doing, they do two things in this. They do many things in this show. There's two. There's, episode this, there's a scene in this episode, scene in the next episode, where they say, Boba Fett is not as good as you think he is. And look, I get it. Boba Fett's never really actually been on screen uh, for a pairing to actually see his power level. We don't know his um, power level. Frank, we don't clones. know. Vegeta was not Attack there. Of uh, Attack of the Clones. He is. He's actually uh, a child. But he he aims the turret at Obi Wan. He misses. Actually, it's funny that scene. He takes Obi Wan takes a direct hit. He's just, he's just fine. Do you remember that? Yeah. He's he a direct. We discussed goes, that goes, at length. He goes. Oh. Yeah, I remember. Oh. Yeah, people. But I'm saying, out. looks people apologetics. Bob, young Boba Fett. <laughs> he's kind of a good shot. Young. Good shot. Dad, get him. I love him. He's great. He's great. So. Uh, Boba Fett is revealed to be bad, a chump in this episode. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying that the show wants me to believe Man- the Mandalorian is better than Boba Fett. And not only that, but the, sh- the people of the Star Wars world think that to some degree. Mm. And I just went, nope. Mm. I, I didn't so pick that up on that. So that is by far to me the worst say, part. Say more. Or really. you can keep it in mind. Well, I guess I can just read you the lines. <laughs> that would be good. To, do, to you. Bilber walks up and he goes, oh gosh. Oh man. Look at that guy. He's scary. You know, for a second, I thought you were this other guy. Oh, and the music goes, it has like that weird, like, the Western thing. And it goes, oh, God. His face falls and he goes, oh, my gosh. It's I understand, you. though. I understand what you're saying. Anyway, come on, come on. Anyway, so basically, they want Mayfeld because he is an Imperial, which I don't know. I remember if they even told us that in the first episode. I don't think they did. Mayfeld's an Imperial. So they want him to. Actually, he used to be an Imperial, not anymore. They want, and you know, he's a prisoner. They want Cara Dune's a marshal. Yes. Both heads of Mandalorian. Yes, thank you. <laughs> I was going to name every professions. Um, they want him to help them find the location of Gideon's base uh, ship, I mean. And it turns out you can only do that from uh, a terminal, an inter-imperial terminal. I didn't understand that. So they, he just goes, there's, a, there's one on this planet. And they go, let's go. Let's go. And that's episode. That's, that's episode. episode. That's what they do. <laughs> And look, Mayfield kind of goes kicking and screaming, so I like that. I got to be honest, then we see Boba Fett. Oh, oh, oh my gosh. You mentioned this verbatim. You have no idea what even happened in this episode, do you? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip through it. You mentioned that the, that the Boba Fett cockpit rotates. Yeah. And we saw yes. it. So I got I to gotta be honest, I was not a believer Told in you. that. You were right. One of the few times yeah, you were right, thank so you. good job. I got to get one. Um, seeing Boba Did Fett Did you like seeing the, the couch inside... Slave one. <laughs> Not really. Because to me, Attack of the Clones is Slave one, right? And they, there's just two seats in there. I didn't expect there to be like a whole living room. <laughs> yeah. I did not expect yeah, that. Yeah, surround sound. And I didn't want that. I didn't want that. Some some hammock bunk beds, you know, some uh, mini fridge, uh, some clone juice. I didn't want clone that. Clone juice. So uh, I didn't want that. Anyway, so I didn't love that. But they have a whole little planting seed. And we see Boba Fett without his helmet on. And he's lit by this kind of ghastly blue light of the Holocron, Holocron as their, as their um, hologram. Holocron's very different. <laughs> Excuse me. It's very different. He's hit by this, this ghastly blue light. I go, okay, Tamira looks really cool. Because he's got all these scars. And I like that. I like that a lot. I gotta be honest. Boba Fett, when he's flying, it works. It doesn't matter. It just works. So it's cool. It works. They land... Um, and they're just like, okay, here we are. <laughs> they see the base in the distance, and they go, we got to get there. How are we going to get there? Oh, it turns out they're, they're mining. 
they're 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 transporting all this ore. This radonium, radonium, yeah. radonium. What does it do? Talking about that. Uh, it will power something. It also might blow up. So <laughs> they're driving, kind of the um, the thing you see on Felucia in episode three. Those kind of long, kind of uh, semi truck yeah. things. Mm-hmm. What are they called? Do you know no. the name of them? I don't know. I was hoping you'd know. <laughs> I don't know if it's, I don't know if like it's exactly the 17 same. Seventeen wheels. They look very. They look very similar. It's clearly inspired. The physicality of them in this episode though is fantastic. They kind of the whole thing kind of jerks like a semi truck mm-hmm. would, and each tire kind of. It's always bouncing up, that, bouncing up and down. Yeah, it's kicking up dirt. Yeah, you love truckers. Was there anything special about this truck that you no. saw? That you like? Nope. Okay. <laughs> I teed that up to you. You went. I'm sorry. Went. Anyway, uh, they get to There's the planet. There's love in my heart for go, truckers. Though you're right. Truckers are great, and you know what? This whole episode is about truckers. So I love that. <laughs> Look, they did nothing wrong. These guys are doing their, they're doing their job. Um, they get there and they say, "Okay, we got, we have to get on one of these things. We can we can smuggle our ways in." And they say, "Uh oh." When you get in the plant and you get in the base, they scan your genetic code. Which, what do you what do you have there? What is that? Oh, a chocolate. <laughs> I'm jealous. Uh, they say, "Oh, we, we scan your we scan your genetic code when you uh, you come in." Which I didn't, I never saw that in the episode, so it was a lie. So everybody's face, for some reason, is uh, uh, compromised. But with that lie is awesome. He just says, "Let's just say they might recognize my face." <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Anyway, uh, so Bo, uh, Bo, uh, Mandalorian, Dan, 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 he says, I guess I'll have to do it. And you can tell that the guys in the transport are masked, which leads us to a scene where Bilber and Mandalorian are putting on uh, the costume. I skip past the part where Cara Dune beats up some dudes in a one shot because it sucked. Anyway, uh, so I have jokes isn't here there, about... Isn't there a moment, though, where... Din is kind of wrestling in his mind. Where he- yeah, it's it's definitely a moment where it's like, I don't want to take that off, but I guess I gotta. He's the <laughs> yeah. You're right. Who's the believer? Is he the believer? His religion is He's being a- dismantled every episode. It is being dismantled right in front of him. He, he can't believe. What does he believe? It's gotta be Bill Burr. It's gotta be Bill Burr. He believe, he, no but, but he believes in baby. It's true. He he decided in the in the the hierarchy of belief, he believes in baby more. Like I believe in Jesus, right, on the top. I also believe in, you know, hardcore R-rated comedy, so I have to kind of balance it. <laughs> anyway, uh Do you? Interesting. I, I do. I, I don't know if you knew that. No. Anyway, Your enthusiasm uh, has changed you for the better. It, could, it really has. I showed it to my brother the other day and <laughs> He just he just didn't get it. Uh Leon. Yeah, Leon. Uh who I mm-hmm. love. He just went, I do not like this character. And I went, what? The gulf between us, the gulf between us and Irvin Baker. Your brother's racist. I'm sorry. <laughs> he had a lot of F-bombs, okay? Anyway, so uh, they get on the transport. And there's this whole funny thing where Bill Burr's making fun of him as he comes in. It's cool because he's got his whole suit in like a like a, a, a grab bag. And he says to Cardoon, you know, look after this, look after this. And Bill Burr's like, oh, this, this guy was sweating. He reeks. They get in there and it's awesome because Bill Burr takes off his mask. And so you, you kind of get you gotta get this humanity with him. He's just kind of a, just a dude. But the Mandalorian, you just get this stormtrooper armor. So you go, okay, I guess that's the Mandalorian now. It's cool. Um, mm-hmm. You start driving. So cool. And it, it, I'm, tr- I'm trying to make this episode good, okay? Let's talk about this stormtrooper so, armor. It's not stormtrooper. It's, oh. uh, I don't know what to call it. It's kind of... I knew you'd jump on this. What? You don't want to talk about it? There's, there's a bit of a First Order influence. It kind of looks like one of those... Yeah. Snowy yeah, dudes, it does. Because you have you ha- you're starting to see that the, the the tighter eye visor that we don't see on stormtroopers. We see that more in first order sure. stuff, right? Yeah, I see that. And then the no mouth is cool. I kind of dig it. Honestly, I, I kind of dig it. These That's are the cool. trucker troopers. Truck troopers. Truck troopers. Honestly, do they have to wear armor? They're in an armored vehicle. <laughs> it's just part of it. It seems it seems overkill. That's all I'm saying. Uh, well, and they, go on. Oh my gosh, I forgot. They have the Nazi armband. They have uh, below their right shoulder. They got the one. Well, uh, they do the the bi- the bicep, as it's called. It's red, and I'm watching the sound of music right now. And so that must mean something. You're literally you're <laughs> watching the sound of music as we speak. Right now, I have two screens open. It's Interesting. Important. The hills are alive. Okay. Anyway, uh, anyway, 
This movie become this show becomes kind of a buddy cop movie. Sorry, show. Yeah, it does for a minute. It levels up. It levels up. Um, it's just Bill Burr and Mandalorian driving. Just chit chatting. The best part is this next bit. Well, actually, the second second best part. So we we set up really quick that the stuff is really unstable and they have to com- constantly check the levels of it to make sure it doesn't blow up. This reminds me a lot of an excellent film called Sorcerer with William Friedkin. Yeah, I did the extra. Yeah, it's have you seen, have you uh, well. Here's the film history. That Sorcerer is a remake of a classic film called The Wages of Fear. I did not. Yeah, it's a remake. It's a oh, yeah, it's a classic yeah, okay, French cool, film. Cool. Um, I have to watch that. Sorcerer is way there. better in my opinion. Okay, uh-huh. never mind. <laughs> it was amazing. But yeah, this is definitely, definitely referencing those two. The plot of Sorcerer, which is fear, I guess I could say, is these guys, these expatriates from four different nations come together in this, I guess, African country? What country is it? Yeah, you? it's... No, it might South actually Africa? be... It, I think in Sorcerer, it's South America. It is. Yeah, because they're oil fields. That's what they're doing. And they have to... The oil refinery does that thing that it doesn't... Um, basically, it, it's, it's too much oil. And it's burning. Mm-hmm. And the only way to, to stop it from burning is to blast it shut. But the dynamite is on the other like side. Like in the great film, the There Will Be Blood. Have you seen that? I was just going to say that. I didn't think you'd... I'm very smart. Me. Smarter than you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Anyway, <laughs> so they have to get these dudes to drive it. And you know, you're know, you driving dynamite. And so any wrong, you know, a spark, any wrong, too much of a bump blows it up. And so, fantastic movie. Anyway, similar tension to this of, you know, if it gets too bumpy, we go too fast. Some guys might jump on it. Big, big bad. They do. Happen. Boy, do they. Anyway, cutting to the best part, second best part of this episode. Well, this is the great Mandalorian discourse. Is there? Well done. This is, <laughs> um, I don't, I mean, I was trying to do it, I will not be out by then. The great Mandalorian discourses are the episodes, are the conversations where we start to interrogate uh, Mandalorian's ethics. Ethos, we try, myth. it's when you, when you... You attack this man's yes. beliefs, and you try to get him to stop believing. That's the Mandalorian discourse. What happens? It's like, a militant, it's like a militant atheist. <laughs> Jonas. Or a very kind evangelical. Anyway. No, Bill Burr is uh, not kind. Bill Burr is saying to this guy. <laughs> That's true. He's, the Bill Burr is saying to this guy, look, you don't really believe this stuff. When you're pushed to the edge, mm. it's all about survival. Yeah. You're going to let all that stuff yeah. go. He said, look, you, you just took the helmet off. You take the helmet off, and you said it was about the helmet. So, is it about the armor, or just keeping your your face hidden? Which one is it? Mm-hmm. Which is something that you know. It's really cool in a show when you go, "Huh, I have a question about what just happened," and then a character just asks yeah. it, and it's part of the story. I love Good writing, that. and the show is the show is literally rarely ever done yeah. that. I hate that. So, having Bill Burr, this irreverent person who clearly hates Star Wars, both in in character and out of character, right. that really helps. He's critically interrogating uh, the it's show good. and it's the good. framework. We learn a bit more about him, too, because he drives through a village, and there's kind of these, like, I don't know how else to say this, these kind of, uh, aborigine? <laughs> well, let's, we'll be, we'll the, be, they got the bowl we'll on the head. Kind, they got the bowl on the head. And we'll call them the locals. The locals. <laughs> they got a bowl on their head, that's all I'm saying. I saw a bowl on the head, and I went, Ugh. <laughs> Anyway, he says, look at us. Just, just, it's another group of They're the bowl people. On someone else's land. They call <laughs> the themselves bo- the bola. The proud boy. Bolites. <laughs> Ebola lights. They're looking for their lost uh, line Ebola. <laughs> they 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 learn they yearn to go to the, the land of milk and honey and fill their bowls. Anyway, uh they look at them and they say, dude, look at look at us. We're just another bunch of invaders to them. Do you think it really matters if New Republic Empire do you think any of this matters to them? So we learned that Mayfeld was an Imperial, but he was disillusioned. And he, he said, Look, the only thing that matters is if you can sleep at night with what you do. That's all you can that's all you can you can He's get lost. Push, come to the show, like you said. Yeah, he, he's lost, but it's awesome because he's kind of like Han Solo because he, he plays it off in this bravado kind of right. the force, you know, the mumbo jumbo. This kind of, we see this a lot in our culture now. I, you know, I've been there. You, I think you've been there in your past and you can deny that if you want, where we kind of coolly deny a reality as a way of not engaging with it. And probably in an attempt to, to virtue signal and be cool. I've done that many yeah. times. Sure. Um, it's not, it's not good. So maybe when people are cool, they're hiding something. Mm. I don't know. Anyway, they're driving, and this whole time, the Mandalorian, he doesn't really have a response to any of this. He's kind of He's rebuttal. just silent. He only, he, he's silent, and he says, I remember that's when Bill Burr turns to him and says, you know, with all this stuff in mind, you and I are not that different. He turns coldly and says, 
let's get one thing straight. You and I are nothing, are nothing alike. Mm. So his, his his beliefs are being attacked, but you know he's not he's not an, he's not a um, apologist for his culture. He just he's kind of the dogma lives loudly inside him, as um, <laughs> Senator Feinstein very kindly very said. Kindly. So <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So that's interesting. He doesn't have an answer, so I, I love that. Which he, he won't have an answer. So does he need one? Um, I thought it was cool just to see him. That's true. At a certain point, you you just can't take this guy. I mean, Alec Guinness does not really have a response for Harrison Ford. So, anyway, and it works out. Mm-hmm. Actually, he dies. So, we'll just skip forward here a little bit. Some some dude, 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 some dudes come. And it's unclear what they want. <laughs> it is unclear. They're not, they're not locals. They're not locals. They they kind of they, they kind of look like Satie's Tin, if you know that character. Sase uh, Tin. Sase Tin, thank mm-hmm. you. I always put a T in there. Uh, not, they don't quite look like him, but he was the first alien I, I, I went to my mind. Well, um, we have to mention that the intercom in the truck is from A New Hope. <laughs> it's the one you know that Han Solo talks into. You know what? The show gets a lot of things wrong, but that, that is one they got right. Good job. Good job, show. Good job, me. I remembered. Is there anything else you wanted to say about the intercom? No. I'm good. Episode. There's a there's a button um, on that allows you to uh, jam the transmission. It's a it's a it's a unique imperial feature. That should always be next to the transmit button, <laughs> just in case you don't want to hear someone's response. You just jam, jam. the comlinks. Just jam. That's the imperial way. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh, it's so good in Spanish music. The Nazis say nothing has changed. This is still Austria. Nothing has changed, and yet everything has changed. Just like the Empire. Anyway, well, that was a really now that terrible. you've seen Sound of Music. And this will be cut out. Now that you've seen that, it think back to Hidden Life. Yeah, it is time to rewatch that film. That film is probably the best film of all time. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> we we learned just quickly that, by the way, they're the last one. All the other transports just blow up. Boom. So we learned that these pirates, they're not really pirates because they want to blow up the shipment. They, they do look like Sase 10. I, look, I have an eye for aliens. They've got. I love that character. I love him. Horns he's, growing he's down cool. the side. Yeah, he's faces. got a green lightsaber. He goes down like a chump, but he is. He is. Cool. All the Jedi kind of. He's in the Clone Wars too. They Where do. does he die? He dies. He dies in against Palpatine. He's one. Of the, he's one of the duelists. Oh, is he really? Can you name all four of the people who go to fight Palpatine? This is a, this is a huge test. Sase Ten, Kit Fisto, Sase Ten, Mace Kit Windu. Fisto. Yep, the last one's the hardest. I don't. I don't see him. I can't see anybody in my mind. He is Agent Kolar. He's a brown skin. Oh, yeah. Person. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. That character's name was Eth Cop yeah, in episode we two. Know. And we know. The, the weird Australian thing. We happened. know. New Zealand thing. We know. We had great length discussion about that one last Thank episode. Thank you. Oh, Anywho. do you remember Sase Ten in Tartakovsky Clone Wars? Oh, that's he gets right. What the space. He? He's got the broken horn. He's got remember? the broken horn, which is cool. He's flying in space. He has cool. space armor. That's do you remember that? Right. That was epic. And they... So he looks like Boba Fett with horns flying through space. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's awesome. I don't mean to... I don't know why I'm thinking about this now, but they kind of ripped off... Episode 9 kind of ripped that off, didn't they? Because that, that's kind of where they put the the ATTE walkers on the ship. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's, what they, that's what they do basically in uh, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. So that movie, once again, sucks. <laughs> I love that that movie, they just kind of went, yeah, they're in space. <laughs> How does it make sense? There's gravity. It doesn't make. Who cares? It's awesome. So the anyway, Clone Wars. You mean watch watch the Clone Wars. The Clone Wars episode, by the way, people all Jedi says our most watched episode. Listen to incredible, episode. interesting, interesting. So anyway, these pirates come and it's unclear what they want. They want to just blow it up. Uh, who knows why? Some men just want to watch the world burn. As a, a nice man said, some men just want to watch the way of Ben. That was terrible. Anywho, <laughs> um, Michael Kine, dude. They get beat up. I don't know if I need to really discuss this. Mandalorian's pretty pretty awesome. He beats him up. Mm. And they all have thermal detonators too, which I think is funny. That's like the only grenade in Star Wars. I love that. Uh, there's a Lego set for Sasuke Ten Starfighter. Oh yeah, there is. Isn't it? Isn't it purple or is it orange? It's green. <laughs> wow. I will diminish and go to the west. It looks cool. I like it. Um, there's a moment in this battle. It's the only thing I really want to talk about where. There's a guy pinning him above, and there's a guy kind of choking him from behind. And for just a moment, it seems like they're going to die. <laughs> and it seems like 
the way he's going to get out of it is by kind of like decompressing his helmet. And the guy holding on to the helmet will fly backwards. Basically, he has to show his face in order to survive. That does not happen. But just for a moment, I thought that was going to happen. So mm. Didn't happen. Anyway, just pointing that out. This episode gets kind of funny because they get really close. They get to this bridge where they get to the base. And just five more skiffs come out of nowhere. Mandalorian is, is tired. He's beat back. And just billions of guys have thermal detonators. And they're going, I like Bart. They, they basically say wow. that. I don't mean to be racist. I, they basically say that. They basically say it. Look, please, Charlie Hebo, do not murder me. But <laughs> they did say basically that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I want to believe these guys believe. I, I only need one line. One line could have explained this to me. I kind of wish it was the locals, frankly. I don't know why it's this other race. I guess there could be two races on the planet. I guess that is... But what happens is... They're trying to cross the bridge. And who helps them out? Some TIE fighters. And that is interesting. Mm -hmm. When have I ever rooted for a TIE fighter? Never. Not even for Poe and Finn in Episode 7. When they stole one. You went, I hope they die. I hope they die. They 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 cheered enough for themselves. So it's true they did. Anyway, I remember seeing that in the theater and going, hmm. Hmm. Weird. yeah. They tried the Han Solo thing didn't work. <laughs> Anywho, I do like that shot in the cockpit though where it's spinning around them. I like seeing the entire Tie Fighter po- po- cockpit. I, I never conceived that. That was really cool. They gave the Tie Fighter a gunner. <laughs> does it make sense? Does not make sense? But it was cool. Anyway, um, the Tie Fighters come and they're cheering and they go woo. Actually, I don't think they cheer. <laughs> they get over they there. Go, and there's, just, there's kind of a stormtrooper kind of ragtag parade waiting for them. They're going, yeah, yeah. And Bill Burr goes, never thought you'd be happy to see these guys, huh? And it's interesting. It's like, this is for me. First of all, how has this never been done in Star Wars up until this point? I go, that's that's an oof. And I go, this is really interesting. Star Wars, it doesn't this work is... without Ricks. <laughs> You're right. He joins the proud family of Ricks. <laughs> That's right, because last episode we talked about M names, RM names. Yeah, Richard Marquand. This is, this, is this is an RF, but we can put him in the Ricks. Put in the Ricks, so. <laughs> um, Rick McCollum is proud. Rick. Richard Marquand. He is not Anyway. There's three. Anywho, uh, great stuff. They get there, and this was kind of some bad directing, but also I didn't really care. There's kind of this whole motley parade. Everybody is watching them. They get off, and they just kind of keep going. And they're not like they don't. No one tries to talk to them, which you know. If you watch Top Gun, for instance, mm-hmm. and the, the 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 plane comes back on the aircraft carrier, they're like, "Whoa, awesome!" Oh, they raise them up. They're like, "Whoa!" Everybody just kind of goes. Hey. They don't care. It's anyway, nothing they haven't they seen care. before. But you know what? This is TV well. No, business, you're so forgetting that they the this is a heroic thing. It's a little bit different. That's true. They're almost untouchable. They kind of go, you guys have seen something we'll never understand. Goodbye. I love, the one thing I do like about the Mandalorian Stormtroopers is I love seeing dirty Stormtroopers. They look they look kind of scary. Mm-hmm. They look like zombies. You were scared. There, there is this book. It's very bad. I never tried to read it, actually, so I, I can't say that. <laughs> it's called, I think it's just called Star Wars Zombies or something like that. It's it's not good. But the picture is, I'll just text it to you. It's so cool. Oh, I bumped my mic. Uh, uh, it's just a picture of a dirty um Stormtrooper helmet from a, a meat hook. Oh. And I go, that's scary. So I'm going to text this to you right now. Um, viewers, sorry about this. Anyway, it's really cool. And I went, they're making Stormtroopers scary. And <laughs> they kind of did that in the first episode with the client. That was cool, too. So I like that. Got to be honest. Um, do you see it? Yeah, I see it. It's cool. It's, it's bloody. There's a blood stain it's coming a, out of the eye hole. It's a tear. <laughs> it's <laughs> Jesus. a tear. He's sad. <laughs> Stigmata. Uh, anyway, uh, they get, basically they say, okay, it's an officer's mess. And I go, interesting. I like this. It's military, but also it does feel stratified. I like, I like stratified. It's kind of like, here's where the officers go. I like that. Well, that's for real. Yeah. That's how military would be. You know, this is the, this is, this is kind of the one kind of credit token I'll give to the Mandalorian and the Onslaught TV we're going to get. I do enjoy seeing these very minor things fleshed out. What does an imperial base look like? Kind of what does it what does it feel like just to see? Oh, imp- imperial military bunker. Yeah, look, I hear you. That's not worth making a show. That's not worth s- legions of Star Wars soullessness. But you know what? I see what you mean. Because in the movies, you have a greater story that you always have to serve. Yeah, you don't, you don't really have time to be like, I wonder what. 
these guys right. do. Now, on, on the other hand, the fact that Star Wars always made people wonder that stuff is what gave it its lasting legacy. Right. But it's you cool. I'm with you. Week. It's cool. There's literally nothing in the show that people are going to be thinking about. Mm-hmm. That it's it, it itself created. Other than maybe uh, the armor later. Well, like let's not forget the vac tube. Dave Floney. How do people poop in you? Star Wars? Oh, <laughs> I don't want to think about that. Why is it a two? Anyway. The officer's mess is cool. It's a bunch of blinders. It's kind of foggy. Um, so Mayfield, the plan there is for Mayfield to go in there. Apparently to use the computer to scan your face, which, you know. So Mayfield's going to do it because uh, Mandalorian says, I don't want to show my face. He walks in and he goes, oh, that's my old CO. His name is... Please hold. He's a confederate. There's a, there's a V. Yeah, he's his confederate, isn't he? He's. Oh no. I he's a southern. I see he's what you a mean. southern man. He is kind of southern, and kinda. you know what? It kind of works. It's not. Yeah, it does work. It definitely. Works. In the collective unconscious. Oh, come on. What's in the collective mean? unconscious of America, people fear southerners. That is very true. Someone in New York. Valen has that's his name. Valen is a cool name. That's the name of a Jedi. So I don't, I don't love that, but it's cool that he's, he's in here. Maybe so, he would, be, maybe he can become a Jedi. <laughs> he does not because he, um, something happened. In this new, <laughs> I don't know if you know. knew this. <laughs> <laughs> he, he survived. He's got metal, metal belly too. <laughs> um, I was gonna say something. Was gonna be. Yeah, yeah. So we, we, there was a, there's a part of, I don't mean what we mean, but there is a certain Southern stereotype where. If someone's car was to break down in a southern neighborhood, I think they'd be terrified. Where southern people are really nice, so people yeah, be scared if they're of from the north, yeah. We are, and we're really not. We are really not getting to an end of the southern is scary stereotype. You got devil all the time. You got this hillbilly LG movie that just came out. I didn't watch it. That's not what. That the, yeah, but no, that's not what that too. movie is. No, you don't know anything. You don't you know what you're talking it. about. Oh, <laughs> we say more. Hillbilly LG is then. based on a book. Hillbilly yeah. LG is a memoir. Of a man from Appalachia. Okay. And it's... Okay. Hillbilly Elegy is meant to show how life for these poor Appalachians, these poor white Appalachians, uh, that real poverty can exist across uh, racial lines. That's the point of that book. You know what? It looked good. So I'm sorry. I'm going to... I'm rubbing my face in the pop filter. That's how ashamed I am. It's okay. Anyway, he goes in there. He's, he very awkwardly salutes Valen Hess in a way where I'm just like, this guy. It's funny because they're, they're watching him the whole time. They're, they're, they're on to them immediately. He goes to the terminal. You ask him the face, which is very similar to how our iPhones work. So, hmm, interesting. They, they, the Empire would do that. I wonder if there's any comparison to be made there. Hmm, Mark of the Beast. 66. Anyway, uh, I'm just saying in the end times, you will need the, the mark uh, to get food. Uh, also, you'll need your COVID vaccination. Anyway, I'm saying a lot of things. So, anyway, they go in there. It's a computer. And... He says, Troopa, Troopa. And uh, he, takes, he has to take off his helmet. Sorry, I'm kind of rushing through this pivotal moment. <laughs> computer has to read his face. He has to have his face be read. And it's kind of a pivotal moment. And we go, I, my first reaction was, whoa. Whoa. They're doing, this, they're doing this for the Bill Burr episode? Interesting. But you know what? It's a good episode, so who cares? Um, it was good. It's, it's, look, it was just sort of a naturally tense moment. I liked it. It was naturally tense. And you know what? It, PP Peter Pascal, good actor, like you said many times, good PP. actor. So that was awesome. I think you actually uh, you've said that many times, and I started believing you. You echoed it. I echoed it. The PP resounded in your mind. The PP, uh, the PP dogma lived loudly in me. Your need for PPE told you the truth. <laughs> anyway, Valen has says, "Dude, what's going on with you? Come over here." He goes, "What's your TK number?" Oh, transport crew. No, son. What's your TK number? Do we feel the need to point out what TK is? What is referencing? Sure. I gotta be honest. I I do not know. Embarrassing. In A New Hope. Oh, I know what it's referencing. Do you know what it stands no, for? No, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> okay, my bad. Maybe the, maybe the Google can tell us that. That sounds... TK421, TK why'd you turn your helmet off or whatever? Turn your thing off. That's from A New Hope. No. It's from Star Wars. Which you haven't seen. Oh my gosh. What? I have seen that. 
I'm on StarWars.sg on a forum called the Galactic Senate. This seems like a good good place to be. That sounds good. In the Final First Legion, every costume type is giving me a two wider identifier. Stormtrooper 2K, Stormtrooper TD, Biker Scout TB, TIE Fighter TI. Okay, it doesn't say what TK stands for. What is the K stand? Just a normal trooper? Trooper Corpse. World War II. K. Wow, that's German. K is German for corpse. German. Nazi. Lucas, every day we learn more about your brilliance. Bravo, sir. Please come. Please come talk to us. Please. I just what if he comes you. on and he says, you guys were wrong about everything? By the way, Leia is the, cho- the chosen one. <laughs> what would you say? Just so you know. I would say, you know what? The Bible says to honor your parents. Uh, I would say, look, George, I don't understand. I don't believe that. But I honor you. I would be like Kylo Ren. Stri- I would say, destroy the past. Kill George Lucas. Kill it. Kill it if you have to. <laughs> anyway, he gets the data. And there's this awkward moment where he does not know Tiki number. And then all of a sudden, Mayfield swoops in for the record for the rescue. He says, hey, his number's this. My number's this. We're good. And he says, he doesn't talk much. We just call him brown eyes. Brown I love it because uh, Bill Burr says, yeah, he doesn't hear so well after the battle of Tanab. Tan- he says Tanab, which is clearly Tanab. So. What's that from? Uh, that's from episode six, you chump. Battle of Tanab. Oh, Lando. Lando and Han yeah. Talking about. yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's that's way ancient. What yeah. is that? What is that to, to, event in Lando's history? We don't know, and there's no one's really attempted to solve it. The show could have attempted. It was a, just a random 50-minute flashback. That's awesome. The Battle of Tanab was a famous battle that took place in 4 ABY. Oh. Oh! Dude. The best part of the Star Wars wiki now is you go on there and it's canon. And so like a line like Battle of Tanab has nothing. It's just writing up what some nerd could think of around the one line but then you click then you click on legends there's all this stuff and all of a sudden the page is just four hours long and you go yes (laughs) yes oh my god wait so wait apparently is a ship involved in this battle called mama tried i don't like that interesting i love that actually what do you got what do you got wait so in disney canon the battle of tanab is four aby that's ridiculous that means dude you're so doesn't make any sense Empire Strikes Back isn't even 4 ABY. Return of the Jedi is not 4 ABY. It's like 2 ABY, if that. <sighs> right? Um, right? I'm right. I think you are right. I think what they're trying to do here is they say, hey, there's no story. This has happened in between 5 and 6. Well, they messed up. But the the way they're talking about it, Han knows about it. So it's really, it doesn't really make a lot of sense. No, Han says to Lando in episode 6... Someone heard about your little little maneuver about at the Battle of Tanab. So unless I guess he read Facebook after coming out, it of could be four BBY. Four BBY would be fine. It's before Lando. Yeah, you, you you've just found a, a chasm. It's before Lando Whoa. becomes the regent of Cloud City. Although I would have to say, dude, that, that would happen. That that probably happened like twenty years ago, before Lando even dude. came to Cloud City. Dude, what? I just love the Wikipedia. It's, it's so really good. Because it says, it says 0ABY on the Legends version, which makes sense. And then it says 0ABY or, I don't know the number was, 40GRE. And I go, what is that? And it turns out there was a, the great resynchronization was a 60-year-long notation system that was established in 36BBY by the Republic Measures and Standards Bureau. <laughs> <laughs> and I just went, I love Star once That's again, awesome. I just went. I love it. There's actually this great passage. You have to read this book in the beginning of. Uh, in the beginning. What's that book called? In the beginning, there was a light. Heir um, of the Empire. Where Luke is kind of musing over ABY, and he goes, "I wonder if we will now change our dates again." That is the way of empires. It's just the, it's just this quiet musing of Luke of wondering, "What will this new time in the New Republic bring? What what change will it bring?" I love it. Anyway, just a quick, quick little intimate moment. It's also a moment where he, it's also a moment where he says, "I got this new drink. It's called hot cocoa." You told me <laughs> about this before. Pretty bad. So kind of, you get one good, you get one bad. Timothy's on. Anyway, uh, so what's going on? We went right deep there. The guy Vase Valen says, "I gotta get you guys a drink. Let's go get it." He's drink, such a cartoon. Boys. All the goodwill yeah. that the show had built up with humanizing stormtroopers is blown in this one scene. 
you're right, and it gets way worse the next episode. However, this is really cool because it tests Bill Burr. So they sit down, and he goes, let's, let's get a drink, boys. I don't want to toast to health. Let's do something special. This guy's basically Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> he kind of is. What about you think? What do you think, brown eyes? <laughs> and he goes, uh. He goes, and Bill Burr helpfully says, let's drink to Operation Cinder. Now, we talked about this already. Do you know what Operation Cinder is? Battlefront 2. It's uh, the Empire. Sorry, the Emperor says, I want to blow up everything. (laughs) (laughs) Which is very unfortunate, looking back on it. Why do you... But in that game, you play as an Imperial pilot. You do. And in that game, though, I I never played the storyline. I I watched it, as I do some games. Operation Cinder is the Emperor, Emperor's secret plan to make sure infighting leads to nothing and the Empire is just destro- destroyed. If you can't have it, no one can. The story turns on a dime when this 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 this, this stormtrooper pilot lady, who's really cool, she has to do Operation Cinder on her home planet, which is an Imperial loyalist mm. planet. She goes, she goes, this is not right. Mm. That's when she kind of she kind of turns. I, I believe that's right. I I don't know if I'm correct, but I believe that's right. But she was okay with anywho building Death Star. She was okay with enslaving the look. Ewoks. She was okay with... Look, look. We all have our moment. We get awakened, okay? Sure. Don't judge. Don't judge. You, anyone can be given second birth. Born to give a second birth, as Christ Shut says. up. <laughs> as the song says. Shut up. You know what? It's Christmas time. I can do whatever I, I, can do whatever I want. So you shut up. <laughs> and you know what? Drink cyanide. Jeez. Anyway. <laughs> that was a little mean. Anyway, Operation Cinder. Um... Quick, quick note, Operation Cinder. It's really sad to me because you, you you get Battlefront two people, and you get I can see Bob Iger in the room saying, "Okay, boys at EA, go ahead and make a, a story for this one. We want a story for this one." But the the, the poor people at EA say, "Okay, well, we can't do anything because all we have episode seven. We're not allowed to really touch any of the timelines because there's still story being written." Oh, okay. Let's do this kind of weird thing where the Emperor is back from the dead uh, in this kind of hologram way. And he's blown up his place. That sounds great. Which, of course, is completely incongruous with great. episode 9 now. Yeah. Completely incongruous with episode 9 because the Emperor returns and wants to rule the galaxy again. Uh, I guess the only minor retcon there is he wants to also blow up every planet. So I guess maybe it's kind of connected. <laughs> Although, anyway, I kind of give the... You forget. You don't forget. But there's just an extra, there's an extra wrinkle in there. He wants to blow up every planet. But... Every planet is where his uh, secret star destroyers are hidden. So how could he blow them up? <laughs> no. Exegol is the only place where they're hidden. What are you talking about? I thought they were hidden everywhere. You, you <laughs> Thankfully, you've only had to watch the film one time, so it's good that you're foggy. Every star destroyer has the, the death laser on it. Yeah. So it just flies to a planet and goes They boom. fly to the planet. I thought they were hidden on the planets. I thought they were hidden everywhere. I think it's only the planets that will not come to the rule but it also made it sound like every planet so oops okay because there's there's this whole long drama of we have to get our gps system right anyway so anyway last note on that ea boys trying to tell a good story that was immediately undermined by bad leadership as always i just want to say it's that yeah please creating the first order which was a decision that took probably two seconds jj abrams kathleen kennedy lawrence caston servers again good they, they all, they, they thought all for two seconds about First Order. It's like the Empire, but it's different. Got it. They can look like Stormtroopers. They can look like TIE Fighters, all this stuff. And they're meaner. And right. Universe. Look at all the damage that that yeah. wrought, that two-second mindless decision. The lore is just, the canon is just screwed up forever. Every decision that is ever made now, Operation Sender, Jedi Fallen Order, whatever the show is that we're watching. Mandalorian. <laughs> they're all having to... Rangers of the New Republic. Yeah, they're all having to deal with that some way. It's real tough. It's almost like no one really cared. It would have made more sense if Disney <sighs> had started with Mandalorian. If they just said, hey, we want to make more Star Wars, we're going to take it easy, we're going to start a TV show. And it's going to... We're going to sort of yeah, build as we it, go. It's kind of just this little first putt-putt. You know, nothing's really changed. The lore hasn't really changed. Uh, other than we've seen some Jedi. We've seen we're getting Star our feet Wars. wet. Anyway, we don't really know the story we're, 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 we're instead of starting with Star Wars Episode 7 oh well anyway you're, anyway. So, you're so right you're so right <laughs> immediately killed anyway uh, then <laughs> they get a beer 
Mr. Dapper Cinder. Ah, oh, yes, I, this man knows his history. Because everybody knows the Southerners love their history and their heritage. <laughs> yeah, there was something in there. You'll never see me coming. I've been working a lot with Ben Kingsley's Mandarin voice recently. Yes. I've been driving my family crazy with it. I love it a lot. He kind of sounds like Carl Sagan. America. America. Did you watch that movie recently? I did not. I just came to me. (laughs) America, a failed state. I I did that. I'm really good at that. I get his voice. Anyway, there's this whole kind of chess game going on because he says, I was there that day. He says, yeah, I had to make some unpleasant decisions that day. Thousands of men died. Yep, sucked. It's just this, it's this great, <laughs> this great tense scene where, you know, you've got Val and Hess, right? He's kind of on the table. He's backlit, so his face isn't lit. He's kind of this morally evil character, and they're just, they're just kind of playing off each other. And when has a show just collapsed down to a conversation between two dudes about ideals? Because it, it ends with him saying, everywhere in the galaxy, they think they want. They want freedom, but they want they really want is order mm-hmm. they push in on this guy mm-hmm. again caricature but it totally works it's interesting and the drama here is really good and he also says thanks to what you guys brought us we can make that that operation look like nothing look like nothing with right rhydonium which does something Bilber talks about being there that day and thousands of his buddies dying he says oh, oh well and the whole time i love it because it cuts to dan and he's like because Dan doesn't really care about this stuff. God, man, he doesn't really care. No, he only cares about the but baby. But he, he's, he's kind of seeing, oh, what movie is it like? It, it feels a lot like a Tarantino movie where they're, they're just about to get out of something. Yeah, Inglourious Bastards. And then they, thinking yeah, Inglourious Bastards. And then they say the wrong thing. And go, excuse me? Mm-hmm. Excuse me? In our language, we say three like this, not like three like this. Whatever that is, I don't care. <laughs> Michael Fassbender, you're cool. Anyway, uh, uh, it's this great scene about ideals. And Bill Burr, for the first time, this guy doesn't believe anything. He's kind of squirming. And he kind of is looking around, and he's out-acting everybody. And I go, Bill Burr, Bill Burr, what are you doing in Star Wars? You're doing great. I love you. It's good. That's the reality with Bill people, Burr. is when you're pushed to the limit like that. Yeah. It's, I mean, I guess some people, some people will be reduced to their base animal instincts, but other people will be reduced to nothing but their core beliefs. When everything else stripped away, that's cool. It was good. So he is the, belie- he is the believer. Right. He is the believer because he acts here, and there's just this stunned moment. We pulls out the gun, shoots him, and the whole cafeteria goes silent. And actually, this stormtrooper with a tray and a mug, he goes, hmm? and Bilber goes, Boom! it's just, Bilber, he's, just, he, he's got the gunslinger thing down, though. It's so interesting. He's got this kind of rugged Han Solo vibe to him. Han Solo got in a different way. That's kind of why I think of Bill Burr. It's, it's cool. Bill Burr should have his own show. I, frankly, that's that'd be a good show. Mayfield. The, the Mayfield Chronicles. <laughs> the Book of Mayfield. The, the Life and Adventures of Mayfield. Oh boy. The adventures Mayfield. of Mayfield. Anyway, it's him. It's just him just going down a raft with a droid. <laughs> I mean, going down a river. I I, I would watch that. A, a lava raft. <laughs> Anyway, uh, they're kind of in the thick of it now, and they have to leave. Anyway, did I miss anything in this conversation you wanted to add? It was good. It was no, a good, good conversation. Good. What I want to say is I respect this episode so much mm. because you don't know what I'm going to say. I do. What? what? I do. What? I just, it always happens. I feel bad about it, but you're going to talk about the video game. Escape. Nope. Dang it. Maybe. Maybe you would put it a different way. <laughs> what I respect in this episode is they didn't do a hallway shootout. No, and they yeah, could yeah, have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They could have. They, totally they could have done the mess hall shootout. They didn't. They backed up, and they got on the 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 wall like in episode one when Padme is crawling up the wall. <laughs> this is deep. Right. This is a real deep cut. You're right. Anyway, I like that. Right. I like that Rick Famuyiwa said. No. Too many hallway shootouts. This too many. There will be one next up. Ep- there will be one next episode. Can't wait. But. It was cool. He just used the set. He used the location, this big waterfall thing. Yeah. And it's cool because they go out on the on the balcony and it kind of just pans over and you go, that's a big fall. Yeah. And it's using their, and it's, it's, it's like real tactics. It's using their team. They've got snipers up on the hill. Boba Fett's going to come in with Slave One, which is cool. Yeah. I got to point out one thing we, we did miss. There's a quiet moment no. before the battle really starts. Okay. <laughs> There's a quiet moment before the battle starts. 
and Mayfield turns to him, hands him his helmet, and he says, I never saw your face. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. I love that. Anyway, they get up there, they're climbing out, the snipers are helping. The snipers were awkward. There was a weird dialogue scene earlier where they just they said, oh, we're here. <laughs> we, we kind of skipped over that, but who cares? For some reason, there's some gunners, um, and they're kind of in some, like, what look like aircraft carrier gunners, Pearl Harbor-looking things. And they're also wearing the armor from the Death Star, so I don't get that, but that's fine. <laughs> they get away. The slave slave one gets there, picks him up, and Bilber takes the rifle and he says, "I gotta do, I gotta do, I gotta do something." And he shoots the he shoots the cargo, and it blows him up. Blows up the refinery. I gotta be honest. There was a moment there when I went, "Look, you were kind of selling me on this whole imperial, uh, you know, humanizing mm-hmm. thing." <clears throat> And Bill Burr, a former Imperial, would probably understand more than most. Most of those dudes are probably just dudes. I didn't love the fact that he just blows them all up. But you know what? At the same time, the story kind of turned on a dime with that other Imperial, and it works. So It works. It, it kind of works. works. I kind of wanted him to the drop building? the Did he blow up the whole building? Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. The whole thing. I don't awesome. know. Because every... all the. <laughs> I guess watching the explosion now, it is debatable. It's debatable. You know what? Sports Center, that'll be on Sports Center. They're going to talk about that. Anyway, my dad, my dad watched that. Sorry, they they blast off, and he says, "We all have to sleep. We all need to sleep at night." And you know what? From experience, I can say that is true. Um, <laughs> this whole time, I was hoping that he would drop the bomb on the refinery, and they're 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 taken off, and they go, "Okay, there's some high fires chase them," and they go, "Both can't shake. He can't shake them," and he goes, "Okay, drop seismic charge. Seismic charge. Two things here." It's two things here. It's it's really interesting to me because on one hand the prequels suck. On the other hand, this is a fan favorite moment that everybody loves. I had my one of my good friends. He said, "I watched this episode and we all squealed when we saw the seismic charge." We just we love that. We love it. We love the bomb. And it's interesting that George's lore. Maybe not, maybe not the stories. Maybe they're not there yet. But the lore, the characters, the moments, the sounds—they're embedded in people's minds. They love. They love that. Mm-hmm. So I don't. Something's going on there. It's almost like they're on. They're on stage one of the Star Wars journey. They're on. They're in the car. They're looking. They haven't rolled down the windows yet, but they, 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 that looks cool. That looks cool. That looks cool. You know, they haven't smelled the riches. They haven't smelled the roses sure. yet. They're, they're driving. One day they'll get out and explore. <laughs> One day. Today is not that day, but this hopefully will remind them what was. I going. will nitpick. I, got, I will nitpick the seismic charge. Please do. I have. It only really well. works in space, but whatever. <laughs> oh, interesting. So you're, you're saying it, it? Why does it say that? Why are you saying that? Well, space is quiet. It's not cool. It's not I, cool I otherwise. It's just a bomb. That's true. It's also not as cool here because he has to time it exactly because it's just a straight beam, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's a circle. Mm-hmm. And it isn't, it, look, you missed that by one inch and you, you missed your guys. Mm-hmm. It really works when you're in a, in a field where you're trying to cause collateral damage mm-hmm. and you're just trying to cause chaos. Right, which, right, right, right. Coincidentally, right. exactly what happens in episode two. Yes. It's not really, a, he uses it as a projectile here. Yeah, which, uh, basically he's using it as a torpedo. Yeah. Which, having watched The Hunt for Red October recently, I, I love that movie, but uh, this that was not as cool. You've been as watching as well. a lot of movies Sorry, lately. That, that movie, I have. I have been going to the cinematic Good. gym. I watched Dark Knight Rises four Good, times you recently. needed it. I've been, I've been looking a little flabby, gotta be honest. I've been putting some weight like... Uh, Cinema flabby. Anyway, a little flabby. Then they get down to the planet, and there's a little talkie scene, and they go, you know what? It's too bad Mayfield didn't make it out of that explosion. Basically letting him go. Then they just leave him there and he walks off into the trees. Yeah. I, I, you know what? I, I thought he was going to ask to hitch a ride. But the fact that he walked off, I kind of went, I guess he has a way to get off the planet. But he was just on camera with his genetic code being scanned. That was stupid. You know what that is? Is Bill Burr said, I only want to do one episode. Oh, my gosh. You know what it should be? Mayfield Chronicles opens and he, he kind of he gets a wife with the Aborigines, the bull people. He defriends them. It kind of softens Dude, it's a heart. sitcom. We, we get... It's a multicam sitcom <laughs> of him with the Sase 10 people. I love that. I love that. Because we can get the story that we never got in episode four, right? Um, with that awesome woman. Yeah, I got you. On the fish planet. We kind of get the, the native local people. Yeah. They, they just want peace. Bill Burr could be that. He's kind of restless. Maybe he takes one of the locals with him. And then and he becomes he a Jedi. Jedi. <laughs> You know what? I don't even care anymore. That's fine. <laughs> and then he meets CGI Luke. And then we get the worst speech ever yeah, given the worst by a human time. being. Yeah, which you've always mentioned how stupid this line, this 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 scene is. Yes. Uh, when, when, it, when it first happened, I hate it. 
And I, and I, you know what? I love the actor enough, so I kind of, I kind of gave him credit. But seeing this weird, now I feed back your lines to you. It will be mine. You may think you know what you have, but you do not. And I go, first of all, this is the Mandalorian. He doesn't do this. This is terrible. It was just, it was the worst thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Mandalorian does not talk. He does many things. Talking is not one of them. Talking is not one of them. Especially weird, convoluted threats like this. Mm-hmm. It did not work at all. Not even one part of it worked. <laughs> other than uh, next week. Have fun. Even the picture they use for him. This makes sense. I don't understand what I'm seeing. What is it? It's concept so, art. It's concept art. <laughs> Actually, it's a 3D model. It's not drawn. Um, <laughs> anyway, that's the episode. That's the episode. I gotta be honest, this is the best episode of the season. Uh, you think so? Oh, yeah. No question. Look, the first episode is really cool. You get the great creature dragon. I love that. I love that. The spectacle, the spectacle is awesome. But no episode even comes close to the storytelling prowess of this. Ahsoka is awesome. I love her. But Here yeah. you're going deep into Mayfeld as well as... Which look, I never asked for that. No one asked for that. No one wanted that. And, but you're learning about Mandalorian at the same time. You're, you're learning about what, is his, what are his beliefs. What does he care about more yeah. than anything else? No, absolutely. Yeah, this yeah. weird filler episode is doing a lot of heavy lifting on the story and the character. It makes me. It makes me. Also, it was written by Fumi. Fa- yeah, it was written by him too, which the was the only so one not written by Favreau, I, I believe. I think you Favreau have right. I think or Filoni. Filoni, yeah, Filoni wrote yeah, the Ahsoka one for sure. It, it brings me back to your initial comments in season one, where you talked about it. Can this just be a Bounty of the Week show? Yeah. And I think I was more skeptical at that time, but time and time again, it's been proven the filler episodes are better than the normal episodes. So, you know what? You're right. Um, yep. 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 This contributed a lot to Star Wars, this episode, so good job. Good job. Good job. So this episode gets an A-plus from me, and having seen the whole season, it's still the best. We get, so. an, we get an evil Colonel Sanders, Empire Man. But you know what? Big contribution. That's okay. That's fine. Because we also we also get a Stormtrooper Parade. We get cheering for TIE Fighters. <laughs> That's true. And we get we get Bill Burr questioning Burkas. It's true. Which any ch- any chance someone can question a burka, I am on board with. Someone on YouTube quoted Bill Burr's. <laughs> you said this. Too. I did. Yeah. <laughs> I think you mentioned somebody it. on Bill on, on on YouTube quoted Bill Burr's line in this episode where he said, "When chips are down, people are at the end of the rope. Who knows what they'll do to survive?" And some mm. smart person on YouTube said, "Even a man who hates Star Wars might appear in Star Wars <laughs> when the comedy clubs are closed." <laughs> And he's got to pay for his daughter's college. <laughs> that was funny. Oh my gosh. What if... Hmm. Dark, this is Dark Side. Season 2 is in pre-production. COVID hits. Captain Kennedy goes, So John, I know you were going to kind of have an episode in the very beginning writing away the Mandalorian mask thing. But we have to wear masks. <laughs> so what if you didn't do that? Have every character possible wear a mask. If possible. <laughs> have them wear helmets. Make an entire conversation about their culture. Make there be in- intersect battles about wearing a mask or not wearing a mask. And that can be our way to contribute to the mask di- dialogue. Nice. Good job. Good job Kathy, Kathy is looking out for us. Thanks, Kathy. She truly is our better. Kathy. She truly does deserve to run Star Wars. <gasps> yeah, no. Um, good episode. Let's move on. Good episode. I, I thought what you were going to mention in closing was apparently there was a, a, a clip. I never saw it, but somebody... Overdub Bill Burr's, I think, a comedy bit about how he hates Star Wars. Oh, that was funny. During I, his I sent, That's so what I, I sent you. Yeah, that was. That I never was watched funny. it, but I, I saw that it was. I saw that it existed. So sorry. no, it was great because it was. Um, but it was him doing a comedy bit. Uh, it yeah, was yeah, Bill okay, Burr tells Mando he hates Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> and one of the best lines is, Chewbacca was basically Bigfoot, just gave him a different <laughs> name. Typical Hollywood movie. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Burr's great. People who hate Bill Burr. Revealed you are. Revealed you are. Yep. Bill Burr and Joe Rogan. Good men. I had a friend who said this. His, his more, um, let's just say she had a political affiliation. Hmm. And he said that <laughs> she watched the episode and did, and did not like Bill Burr just because Bill Burr was in certain political disputes. And I just went, if you don't like Bill Burr, that, that's, that's She's lost. on you. That's, yeah, the person's lost. lost. Anywho. That is the episode. That's episode. And we will soon we will soon grace you with another episode. Soon, very soon. Very soon. Very soon. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. We'll say that again in five minutes. Hopefully hopefully Bill Burr can join you at Christmas and make your day better. Bill Burr is Santa Claus. That's a good movie. I can totally see that coming. Kind of That's good. Dang. That's a- it is Chris it is it is 
It is December 23rd, and I still have not watched the movie I want to watch. For what? Christmas. I want to watch The Santa Claus of Tim Allen. I'm, I'm envisioning a good film. Uh, Star Wars. I'm envisioning a Star Wars Santa Claus. No, sorry. The Santa Claus with Bill Burr. He, he's calling the service as a Mandalorian. Bad Santa meets he, Santa Claus. He has to put on the helmet. That's great. I love that. Anyway, There's something about Santa lore that's so cool. Santa lore it. is rich. It has not been mine. It is not. Unlike we need... Disney needs to drop the Mandalorian, drop Star Wars, go full bore on Santa. Santa's full cinematic bore. universe. They need to, it's time. Okay. They've had... They need to just, thanks thanks yeah, for listening. We will catch you again very soon to cover the soon. finale with a special guest. A special guest? A certain, a certain man. Here's a, parable, here's a parable for you. A certain man watched The Rise of Skywalker... <laughs> And he loved it. And he went, that's good. That's a good movie. God smiled. No, he didn't, he, this man did not enter the kingdom of heaven. <laughs> he not only went, that's a good movie. He went, this is a five star. <laughs> this is five stars. Anyway, he's our friend. He will, he will help us talk about Mandalorian on the finale. So be sure to check, be sure to catch that. That's episode. Goodbye. <laughs>